0: Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to episode 98 of Double Hot Beat, where we take the pulse of the beer and brewing scene. I'm James, a home brewer and craft beer enthusiast.
1: And I'm Shannon, a beer intermediate. This episode is all about me. (laughs) I am manifesting what my dad thinks I thought
0: of my whole life. It's all about me. Oh, it's all about you. I mean, he's (laughs) not wrong. He's not wrong, folks. He's not wrong. But it's October, mm-hmm. crazy, spooky. and for all those who have been avid listeners from the start, for us, we always like to do a spook spooky episode, something <laughs> Halloween related. But this is not that episode yet. But we're giving. I mean, you, I wouldn't hate it if it we're was. giving you the listeners an opportunity to chime in and see what what would you want to hear for your spooky episode? Uh, more
1: haunted breweries. Or haunted.
0: More haunted breweries, maybe uh beer fails um
1: is your home brewery haunted because i want to hear about it oh (gasps) oh my god that'd be amazing really if your home brewery is haunted or you know someone that has a haunted home brewery i need to know i need all the stories send them in to me please
0: (laughs) have your beers suddenly just came out bad nope that's probably i don't know have yours
1: has stuff fallen off the shelf and there's no explanation we've had that happen who knows who knows i would want to know though well, Tell if me. you
0: do want to give us some of your ideas, or if you have something you want to add to our spooky episode, be sure to direct message us on our Instagram page at double hoppy podcast within a week or so after this releases, because send we're them to us, send them to us. Please. All.
1: Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, James. Well, Anyways. we are going to have kind of a two-parter here. One's a homebrewing situation. And one is I got to go somewhere, so we're going to talk about that. Yeah, lucky. Um, so I'm going to kick it off because I finally—you all have heard me talk about it multiple times on this podcast—and I finally got around to my raspberry fruited sour. Yay! Cute. Raspberry. Yes, so I finally did the recipe that I found from Sean Williams. He has a hazy and hoppy blog, and so I. Did his American-style fruited sour ale with raspberry. And I think overall, pretty uneventful brew day for it. I mean, you brewed before. Uneventful?
0: A double brew day I mean, is uneventful? <laughs> Shannon on the big system, uneventful? I know, I know. Are you kidding
1: me? Well, uneventful on that I did it.
0: Okay. <laughs> Meaning it was successful that you didn't uh, yeah. blow up my heating element.
1: It you, was successful. I was job. pretty solo. I just kind of tapped into James when I had just wanted to double check on something or confirm what valves I was opening, closing, not opening, not closing, pinching, not pinching and
0: being very cautious of the heating elements, making sure yes. you knew which buttons had yes. the heating elements on so you didn't That, w- that was the hard part.
1: It was more the valves because I feel yes. like for me I need, I need labels. So
0: you ca- I kept hearing from in the basement, righty, tighty, lefty, loosey, no. righty, tighty. No,
1: I say that in my head. I only hold up my hands to tell me which is left and which is right. You know, like the L,
0: <laughs> the L
1: Jews, he just put it on his forehead.
0: Rude. <laughs>
1: okay. Yeah. So I think uneventful, I think the biggest thing is I didn't hit my target original gravity. Which I think
0: happens more often than not. I think you can follow a recipe to a T and between, unless you really have your system dialed in and you have your efficiency numbers and, but it's the first time you were brewing on this system and I don't usually go off an efficiency rating and I don't plug that into my recipes. Mm -hmm. I just kind of know how, what temperature differences to set my controller to just from being familiar with the system. So I wasn't, I, I was blown away that you were close to the gravity. Well, I was not expecting you to be right yes. on the money.
1: First minor correction. It's not my first time brewing on the system.
0: First time unassisted. I guess
1: unassisted for the most part. Yes, unassisted. you're right. But not my first time in general. Because
0: you've brewed a lot of times all over the stove and even on the smaller setup we used to have, the grain father. You did that all yeah, the time. Yeah,
1: but, but I did my last pumpkin on the
0: Oh, yeah, that's right. You the did si- the pumpkin the system, too. So. So.
1: Yeah, not my first time. But yeah, first mostly solo brew day. With you in the background upstairs to within your shot.
0: <laughs> within your shot in case I hear it Oh, crap. Oh,
1: crap. Yeah. So I didn't hit it, but then you made the suggestion of just adding a gallon more water in the fermenter, which I did, and then I did hit it. So,
0: And that was using a quick on, on Beersmith, just using a quick um, calculation just to adjust, mm-hmm. do the adjustment for your reading. And again, mine just plugging in the numbers, and it tells yep. you whether to – what you need to do to your wart, whether you need to, like you did, add, dilute it by adding water, or if you need to add, like, DME to it to kind of boost the gravity up higher.
1: Yeah, and this beer had pale ale, malt, two-row, wheat, white malt, uh, oats.
0: A light bulb's just going, a beer light bulb's just going off in my head oh, on okay. why you probably missed your starting Gravity, was because we did back-to-back. We just quickly rinsed all the tubing and all the lines and just basically rinsed out the kettles from my brew day, which was when we had the apartment brewer on, and he did an export beer, a Hell's Lager. And I really wanted to brew that for a long time. So I, I asked him, I said, you know what, any tips you could have or anything like that? And he gave me some tips and looked at his recipe on YouTube and... Did it, but again, because we didn't f- do a full clean mm-hmm. the system before your brew day, I think there could have been some, you know, like sugars in there. Yeah, there could still be some of those starches left over. So you probably got a little bit of a kick from my beer. So it's possible. It's not really on you. It's more on the cleaning before. Okay.
1: Thanks, James. I used tetanag hops and just pretty simple in the fermenter for five days. Then we added the two pounds of raspberry puree raspberry puree oh boy (laughs) and that has been sitting for the past probably about seven days I took the gravity on I think that was Friday and it was a little bit lower than what my anticipated final gravity was supposed to be so I let it sit another couple days while I was away and then I took it again yesterday and it's still the same so I'm just going to stick with my final gravity of 1.019 which is about five percent beer and, you and used, we're gonna
0: transfer it and, and you used our big CF ten. I did the spike spike fermenter, which I felt don't so fancy. Have, we don't have temp control on that yes. though, so your yeast likes to be fermented a little hotter, right? Like seventy four degrees, something like that.
1: Uh, seventy five point two. So I think that it was a very slow start. We never really saw a lot of action. Like there wasn't the bubbles that you the gas bubbles coming out that you usually see. We never really saw that, but. When I took the gravity, it changed. So I was like, well, something's happening. So that
0: yeast, it's typically a little bit warmer than you would. Usually it's like in the 65 to 70 range for the ales that we typically done with the yeast that we usually use. So it's a little higher temperature for that. So you don't have the temp control in the fermenter. But we did have the spike wort chiller. So you were able to get that down pretty quick within less than five minutes. Yep.
1: And I did use the Philly sour yeast again for this one.
0: So, yeah, you didn't have the temp control yep. in the fermenter. So, we had a stretch of just rain, rain, rain. And it was yeah, cold. It was pretty cold. It was down pretty there. cold. So, it's going to be pretty dormant if it likes, if it's looking yeah. for a 75 degree Fahrenheit. Well, it was
1: 75. Then I was uh, technically supposed to up it a little bit. Yeah, after. which you wouldn't, yeah. But I also, the reason I had to use the spike is because I was adding that two pounds of puree. It ended up being a seven gallon to begin with. And then I had to add an extra gallon of water to get back down to that original gravity. So we realized that our regular fermenters wouldn't have enough capacity once I needed to add in that raspberry puree. So that's why we went for the bigger fermenter. So just a couple of And because I took the
0: temp-controlled fermenter for my beer before. So
1: ideally would have temp control if I did this one again. Or maybe I would do a smaller, like half a batch and do, and that way I could fit in the the temp-controlled fermenter. But that's kind of... My brew day, we're going to transfer it, put it uh, to carb, and hopefully serve it at our Halloween party.
0: And so yours is going to finish at, what, 5%, which mm-hmm. is lower than the recipe? Yeah, it should have it been before, a 6.3. But,
1: but again, I, I think it was just that temp control and fermentation. Like, I couldn't really get it up to where it needed to be.
0: So And we're brewing it for but, you know. our Star Wars-themed Halloween party. Yeah, so, so... I
1: really want to call this beer, in general, it's going to be called Raspberry.
0: Whatever. Beer, right? Yes, okay. Okay.
1: Um, <laughs> But I think for the party I'm gonna have some, you know, dark side, like
0: James's You're going m- dark side? Well, it's
1: a re- it's red. It's it's the color of Darth Maul and Okay. Darth Vader's like his lightsaber is red. Okay. What do you want me what what do you want me to call it? The Alliance or something?
0: No, whatever Not, you want to call. I guess call that kinda works too.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We'll see.
0: I know it's sour, so I don't know.
1: What do you think is sour in the Star Wars universe? You made a face like you had something in mind. No, I had nothing in mind. So I'm going to name it after Jabba the Hutt.
0: Because we are full. Our home brewery is full of beer right now. Our kegerators are fully stocked. We'll have six beers total on tap. So we'll have our wheat beer, the Mm Obi-Wan wheat. We'll have the Nectarin Pale Ale that just finished. Which finished at about 6.5%. I'm really happy about that. It did was, I try that one yet? Yes, you did. You tried it. Because remember, I was concerned that it might be the bitterness oh, on it. Yes, yes, yes. Might okay. be okay. a little bit strong for people that and don't I said like it wasn't. a traditional pill. You said it wasn't, but. Well, I, we're going to talk
1: about a beer later that has nectarin in it, and I liked it, so that's probably why. Ooh.
0: Yeah, so maybe I found the hop for Shannon. Maybe. For sure. Well,
1: we'll talk about it later. But that's going to be. <laughs>
0: Greedo's, uh, I Shot First, okay. uh, Pale Ale, for okay. those Star Wars okay. fans. And then we have the Belgian Quad still. We still have some of that left. We have the Belgian mm-hmm. Lager, some mm-hmm. of that left. We'll have the Hell's Lager.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's going to be a whole whole bunch of beer.
1: And then my Raspberry.
0: Which is nice so we'll have a good i'd say we have a good range of beer for people mm-hmm. we're gonna have you know like your lighter lagers. we have we'll have the wheat beer for those wheat beer fans mm-hmm. we'll have a sour man we're so we're gonna be like
1: yeah james told me i have to have canned pumpkin this year beer for people i wasn't allowed to make one
0: yeah well <laughs> you can make one you just don't have time
1: i know we also don't have the space for it and it's yeah unless
0: we bottle it that's what I meant by can. I meant you'd have to brew it and yeah. then we would have to can it. Because I don't know if I have. We don't have any draft capacity. Yeah,
1: that's true. Okay. Unless you want to it go slime. like
0: old school and just have it, the tap coming off the keg. But that's what I did with the, the first fa- year. Part, part, with the uh, faucet on it.
1: The first year I used that mini serving keg.
0: But I'm like, do we, unless you do a small batch, you could do a stovetop extract small batch.
1: Everyone tell me if I should make a pumpkin beer for our Halloween party. And make it
0: a total of Eight beers on oh. tap.
1: Aren't there eight? How many? No. No. How I many? i there are eight Star Wars movies.
0: <laughs> At this point, no.
1: There's nine, but plus like Rogue One and all that well, stuff. Well, there's eight. Are you epis- counting those? There's though? eight
0: episodes in the new Ahsoka series, so you could. Okay. And for those who don't know Star Wars, just we just went over all your heads. Yeah. Okay. It's okay. Anyway, we'll off the Star Wars. Tangent. James, what did you brew? <laughs> so, <laughs> I already <laughs> talked I about know. what I brewed. <laughs> that was my sagu you're Segu. It's a Segway, but I called it a Segway. Oh, my gosh, Shannon.
1: It's, I Crack know up. it's pronounced Segway, everyone.
0: Crack me up. Yeah, that's all I Hop
1: got. on that Segway and tell me what you tell me what you did, James. But I
0: did have a disaster with our hops. I forgot to mention oh, that on our last yeah. episode as well. So when we got back from vacation, we had crazy weather here. Once again, the weather seems to be my downfall with timing. Because I'm like, oh, when we get back from vacation, I'll be able to harvest all my varieties of hops and then I'll make a nice all hops grown locally here at our house beer to have with everybody. And so we got back and it was very rainy the day before. So it actually dried up really quickly, like scorched them the next day Mm -hmm. after being soaked. But it was fine. They seemed like they were just maybe a little past due. Um, past due. But they still would have worked. So I harvested them, had them in my... Uh, dehydrator, and got distracted and never actually turned on. the dehydrator. I was gonna ask you. I had did you just ever put turn them it in on the trace? No, I oh, didn't. Okay. I got distracted by some somebody or something. And it wasn't me. Maybe it was a ghost. Maybe it was a ghost. It wasn't me. And did not uh, turn it on. My fault. It got back, mm-hmm. and that moisture uh, definitely ruined them. Mm-hmm. And you could definitely tell the moisture mm-hmm. got to them, and they were trashed.
1: They were in the graveyard
0: who so, i should have saved that for the halloween episode because i know that was so i spooky, cried James. i legit cried and i was terrified that is
1: a ghost story in and of itself did i did i ghost I, of hops and, I, and i'm
0: like i swear i turned it on so either a ghost unplugged Maybe it we're haunted Woo-hoo. or just it doesn't work anymore i don't know i don't know but so r.i.p hops of i know two house. years in a row but it had a good yield and especially those yeah, first year mm-hmm. hops um they did really good.
1: Yeah. Well, next year, we'll next year we're not going on, we're
0: not going on vacation. I'm going to sit there all and watch summer. those hops James all summer best. and just pick them at the the perfect moment.
1: Yep. Just never take your eyes off them. Never. You should get like a like a deer cam or a trail cam but just for your hops. Oh, that's and a, then you can watch a hop it. cam. A
0: hop cam. And then like every all the listeners could just like tune into it and like see it live. See how the hops grow. That would be such a, I <laughs> mean, like you might see a lot of wildlife. You'd probably see some unique wildlife. Yeah, we'll see all the
1: coyotes about. that live in our woods. Yeah, and, and the fisher, fisher cats. Cat.
0: And the cat that likes, and like, the, rolling around. And the, the feral cat the that base likes to of the hops.
1: use your hop things as a scratch tower. And the rabbits, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be very a very yeah, so if video. if you want if, if that's
0: something you'd be interested in watching, uh let us know. I'm sure that would be an exciting YouTube channel. Yeah. Not so Maybe much.
1: Bigfoot's back there. Who knows? Maybe we'd catch Bigfoot.
0: Imagine. Oh. that'd be okay. such a hop discovery.
1: <laughs> ha ha ha. Oh, that was terrible.
0: That was even <laughs> terrible for our dad. That was really bad. <laughs> that was not good. <laughs> and on that note, I want to thank all you listeners for reaching out to us on our Instagram. Uh, for saying how much you like our show and everything, it really does mean a lot to us. And also asking us questions about your setups and what our thoughts are on the equipment that we use, uh, it's it's definitely really great to hear you guys uh, are looking what we're doing. So
1: James wants to talk to people. That's not me.
0: <laughs> oh, bah, bah. <laughs> You like to talk to people too. I do. I do. I just Miss, didn't. I'm going to go to Chicago yeah, without you. I did go to Chicago. So please, please. Um, so why don't you go ahead? Okay. You flew well, across you know what? to sh- Chicago without us.
1: Yeah. And my arms were tired. <laughs>
0: okay. Wow. Uh, anyways.
1: So I did go to Chicago. That is correct. I just want to thank our friends, Dom and Nick, for having me. Dom, hello. If you're listening, she listens to this podcast. So shout out. Great hosts, Airbnb, A-plus rating, 10 out of 10 stars. (laughs) I don't even know what the rating system is on Airbnb, but I get it. Anywho, so they were very gracious in hosting me this weekend, and we took some time to check out a couple of local spots in Chicago. And the first one we went to was the brand new, literally had opened the day before, Guinness Open Gate location in the West Loop.
0: Getting the fresh Guinness in Chicago.
1: Yes, it's their the second Guinness brewery in the United States. The other one's in Baltimore, which coincidentally my parents went to this summer. So we're just covering You're just all channeling of the Guinness.
0: Guinness, yeah, yeah. And they they went to the Guinness in Ireland. Next which stop is on Ireland our list. folks. Yep, it's
1: on our next. We're gonna go there, and so it was literally brand new street parking is the only option at the moment because they're still working on the parking garage so that's a little bit of a a dicey um, situation. Yeah, and there's like a construction everywhere. There's a security like guy there that will like shoo you away if you try to park or you're like lingering too long. So, just be aware of that. Right now, reservations are recommended because it is, you know, brand new. Everyone wants to go check it out. It is I don't want to say novelty because it's I mean, Gettys is pretty well known, but because it's only the second one in the United States, a lot of people going to check it out so it was really nice like real nice it was real Real nice real nice um so they actually serve and I'm kind of jumping ahead to the beer here I was going to give you a little bit of overview of what the vibe and stuff was but they serve beers that were brewed in three different locations so they've got beer that's brewed in Chicago which I would say is more of like the experimental like adventurous beers for Guinness and then they have beers that are brewed in Baltimore so you can get those at the this location as well, and then they also have obviously the traditional Guinness Stout, which is comes from Ireland. So there is three like locations that they sell the beer from. That's here. cool. And fun fact: literally the day they opened, they ran out of all their draft, all of their Guinness draft ran out. So they had to get. I think the guy said they got like 800 more barrels in like overnight or something like that. I don't know. It was crazy amount.
0: Wait, so you didn't it. So they replenished They the replenished draft.
1: it like overnight, but the day that they opened, oh, uh, they ran out of everything. That's, wow. Um, so that's how like crazy opening was. But so you walk in and there's like a merchandise store. I, I joked because we checked in for our reservation and they very understandably said, well, your whole party's not here yet because. Someone Nick had was, to go park the yeah, car. Yeah, Nick was parking the car. And so we had to wait. For him to arrive for it to be seated, so they're like, "Oh, while you wait, you can look through our gift shop or our merchandise." And I was like, "Are we at Disney? Like, are you making me buy things?" Before was there I
0: coolers go? in the gift shop as well? Of like, yeah. cans to go, do you, do you
1: get cans to go, shirts, like all the typical stuff. And then next to that is their coffee shops. So they have like a local pastries and coffee. So, and so you're like telling
0: that. me that before you had the beer, you had to <laughs> you stand, had to go through to lollygag <laughs> around their merchandise and everything, yeah. and you didn't bring me back a single thing.
1: I, I honestly, it uh, I'm sorry, Guinness. This is a husband
0: cornering the I'm, wife no. when he leaves, she leaves. W- I brought back. you
1: other things. I There was, I don't, sorry, Guinness. There was nothing I thought you would enjoy Ooh. that you didn't already have. My parents have gotten us stuff from Guinness in Ireland. I'm just
0: kidding. So I'm just kidding.
1: I can make Dom go back and get you something. <laughs> That's
0: okay. I'm just going to have to go out and take a flight yeah, we'll just have to, to the A plus uh, Airbnb again. and just uh, yeah do a solo trip. Go see Pratt brewing in uh, I know. Them I was up.
1: I thought about that. I was like, Oh, I'm bummed that James is not with me because we would definitely I totally would have been a, like, All right, you can go do that
0: and I'll go I would have come with you. I know, right.
1: Rude. Okay. So then once you enter what I would call like the bar restaurant area, there's kind of three distinct dining areas. There's the bar area, which has the picture I put on Instagram, which is the big bar in the middle that has the nice wooden harp over it. So it's like the vertical Wooden slats that mimic the shape of the heart when you look up at it. So they had that room, which was more of like a bar, like high tops, things like that. And then if you go through to the next room, that's what I called the barrel room. I don't know if that's what they call it, but there was along the wall behind the bar, all of the barrels That they were aging. Yeah, like the wooden barrels. And those were all just regular like sit down tables, no high tops. And they had a really cool feature with the beer bottles where they were inserted into like a resin or something upside down so you saw the bottom of the beer bottle but they were all different heights so it kind of looked like a wavy effect with it so that was cool and then they had the outdoor patio so clearly in the winter in Chicago you will not be sitting on the outdoor patio but we had a very unseasonable or very nice weekend for weather so the patio was packed when we were there James is making fun of me because I am she's <laughs> talking making, with my hands. She's talking with
0: her hands and making, like, if, if you make, a like, a C and then you close the C it's and you like make a little like circle. Kind of like the Italian. And you, got the, like. you got the pinky out in the side and you're just shaking your hand like, you know.
1: And whatever, I'm going to sit on my hands now.
0: I'm from Chicago now, not from Boston. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anywho. Uh,
1: but overall, it's very, like, modern industrial vibe, I'd say, with, like, wooden accents. And it still felt very warm. It didn't feel like the... Like The booths were leather, and it was just very, I think it was very welcoming. So I tried the, so I got one beer that was brewed in Chicago and one that was straight from the motherland itself. So I tried the mango chili ale, which was brewed in their Chicago location, and that I really enjoyed. And I think, I know you don't like spicy things, but I think you wouldn't have minded it because it was very mango-forward, and then had the good heat at the end. So it wasn't overpowering. And it didn't really linger. It had like a nice little like subtle, subtle heat, I guess. Subtle heat. Yeah. And it was like refreshing. So you weren't, you weren't grabbing for something else to subdue the heat afterwards. And then obviously I had to get a Guinness. Of Even course. though I'm not a big fan of Stouts, but I said, I, I'm here. I got to do it. You can't not have a Guinness. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Don't run to agree with me
0: yeah no i mean definitely i mean you have to have a guinness at guinness Yeah, and they also even though they were all technically guinness but
1: yeah but a stout i meant Sorry. yeah you
0: have to get their traditional stout, stout yes. especially if it's on tap they they know how mm-hmm. to pour it correctly they know serving temperature yep. like you won't yeah. get a bad guinness i stout. figured
1: it was the next best thing to get a guinness at the factory in ireland or the brewery in ireland yeah so and they also have food here so i got the fish sandwich And we tried their uh, traditional brown bread, which was delicious. And also, just a quick note, the service was pretty quick. We were expecting kind of some bumps in the road just because it was the second day they were open. And traditionally, when that happens, service can be, you know, getting the kinks worked out of it. But it was very quick. Our waiter did inform us that all of the waiters and waitress are not mutually exclusive to your table. So if you need something from any of them, flag them down.
0: Ooh, promiscuous yeah, servers. I know. <laughs> well, Guinness, what is Guinness up to? Yeah,
1: he was like, I want you to let you know I'm not mutually exclusive to you. And I was like, okay, sir.
0: <laughs> James is flying on the next plane out. Man. Yeah. That- so I think overall
1: pretty decent. Once they have that parking figured out, once that garage is built, it's gonna be great because it looks huge. The parking garage they're building.
0: And would you say it's more of like a typical brewery that we see around here, or is it more of like a brew pub? Or how would you describe? You kind of describe the vibe, but would you say it's more of like if you want something good to eat and have a drink, go there, or if you yeah. just want drinks, go there, or both?
1: I would say both. The room we were in definitely had a. I could tell that you could either rent it out the whole thing out for an event, or you could pull like a curtain and have half room for an event. So I could say you could do either, you know, drinks or go to like a restaurant because we didn't sit in the bar area. I don't know if the bar had more of a brewery vibe, but the room we were in definitely had more of like a restaurant brute pub vibe, I'd say. Um, But it isn't like a businessy district. So I could see it being really popular for after work drinks or, you know, team bonding at the brewery. Things like that, yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah. And then you went to I went to my a... <laughs> one of my favorite breweries that we didn't get to go to when we both went to Chicago together. Mm-hmm. It was on the top of my list, but what was that?
1: We went to Revolution Brewing, and this was a very like what you were just asking me. Was it like a typical brewery? And that's what I would say. This was like this was a typical what you would see here, like a warehouse with. You can see all the fermenters, there's a tap room, but then they have like their barrels all on display. So it's more of like what you would picture a brewery around here, like a craft brewery.
0: Yeah. And that was definitely on the top of our list uh, last time we went, but we didn't get to it.
1: Yeah. I mean, I would obviously, you know, I'd go back again because I didn't get to try all of their stuff. I only got to try a couple of things. So definitely would take a return trip, but we... Did get a tour. Shout out to Philip, our tour guide. Philip. Philip, uh, he took us off the brewery. He kind of talked about their sustainability efforts and how they get all of their water from the from Lake Michigan. So that's where all of the water they use to brew the beer comes from. They've got solar panels on their roof, and that's what they use mostly to. Uh, well, he said he can't tell specifically what it powers, but like the amount of power it takes to run their canning machine. Is like the amount of power they get from the solar panels, if that makes sense.
0: So they run their canning machine. It's a based big, it's a solar. big canning
1: machine. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, yeah, they distribute yeah. everywhere. So yeah, so. But that's 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 good that he couldn't tell you for sure, but he gave you like an idea of like. Yeah, this, he said you know it, it only generates
1: three percent of the power. Right. But that he said, our this machine takes three percent of our power to run." So. That would be kind sufficient of like the answer for me. I yeah. would not give
0: him a hard time over that. I
1: didn't. Yeah.
0: Okay, uh, and some then we they have
1: an innovation station on the tour, so you get to taste some of their once that they're testing out. You can scan a QR code and give feedback on it, so they can get real time. I love that information. Idea. Yeah, that was really cool. And uh, we tried the cold time, which was a premium lager, and then we also tried the Let's Go Pale Ale, <laughs> and that was an American Pale Ale, which. Was dry hopped with Nectarine. HB- what, was, what was that
0: one called again? It was Let's Go. Oh my God. <laughs> Shan just swore twice, everybody. Wow. She goes uh, to Chicago on one trip without me. And now she's just, wow.
1: Uh, so that was dry hopped with Nectarine, HBC586, and Comet. And I could definitely get that like citrusy nectarine like taste from it.
0: Yeah, very fruity. It was not
1: like bitter fun. and it wasn't very dry. I, I enjoyed it.
0: Yeah, I, I was shocked. So I, I guess we found your hop. Nectarin I guess so. must be your hop because that pale ale that I did was exclusively with Nectarine hops um, throughout for bittering and for the aroma as well. So I think we found your, yeah. your, your, sl- your turning to the dark side.
1: Ah, Yeah, that I that flavor really came through for me. So I enjoyed it. And then when we went back to the tap room, so we all got with the tour, we got glasses. So everyone got a glass. So I did bring home you some glasses.
0: That was a cool glass.
1: Yeah. And I got two. One that had their freedom lemonade on it, which is the one I really enjoyed. That was a session sour. Yeah. Surprise, surprise. And they were just regular,
0: <laughs> regular pint glasses, but they mm-hmm. had the different graphic on yep. them, so that was cool. Like it wasn't like those cool glassware where they're like a certain style or really cool, like yeah, it was the just shape a, that like traditional. Like, it's just a traditional pint, pint glass, 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 which yeah. is really good for like good universal glass to use. So yeah, it was you can easy to use those.
1: Easy to travel, which which I appreciated you know, for it's sure. It's full
0: size too, because usually you'd think they would just give you like a sample size, like a five ounce mm-hmm. taster, but the full pour, like
1: yeah, we were surprised we even got glasses. We didn't, yeah, that's awesome. we weren't aware we got them, so that was great.
0: Now was it a full pour while you were on the tour? So
1: we got a walking beer, and that was oh. a can. I forgot about that one. Thanks for reminding me.
0: my language, Um, a (laughs) walking beer on a brewery tour. Now that's what I'm talking about. Yeah,
1: so we're definitely going to have to go back. Uh, We had, so our walking beer was Fist City, and that was their Chicago Pale Ale. So we had that as our walking beer. Then we went to the Innovation Station, and we could have tried more, but we were trying not to keep Philip there all day. And also we had a sleeping baby with us, so we got to (laughs) not spend all day at the brewery. And then when we got out of the tour, we had more samples at the bar. And then I ended up getting a full pour of the Freedom Lemonade. We also tried the Cold Snap, which was a rice lager. And that, that was just a little sample from the bar. Cool. So it was, yeah, it was fun. Um, quiet when we were there, but it was also a Friday at 2.30. So still during Everybody's work
0: working and you guys are just drinking away. Yes. I'm working, drinking away.
1: <laughs> they did have um, a photo booth. That was cool. Like an old fashioned, not, not old fashioned like an actual photo booth where you sit in it, close the little curtain, take your picture. Not like a stand in front of a backdrop and pose.
0: Oh. So that was very cool. cool. Yeah. Cool nod to the past. Yeah.
1: It was a fun time. And um, the last place we went that I forgot to tell you about,
0: James. Uh-oh. And this one it wasn't a brewery. It's bombshell?
1: No, no, no. It's just a cool spot that if you guys are going to Chicago and it is nicer weather out, so not in the winter, you would go here most likely, but- uh it's called The Northman. It's on the Riverwalk, so it's outside, outdoor seating. And it's like a little it's they've got draft pours of all different local places. They've got cans, they've got bottles, they've got mixed drinks, they have got frozen drinks. So it's kind of like a free for all on the drink area. Yeah, like a
0: beer garden, outdoor beer garden that kind of sh- highlights the local stuff around. That's mm-hmm. pretty cool. Did yeah. they have a lot of stuff like out of town too or just like mostly
1: Yeah. So it's the Northman Beer and Cider Garden is what it's actually called. And they have a fest beer from Maplewood Brewing, which is what I got when we were there. And then they have an Oktoberfest from Munich. And then they had a blonde ale, a wheat. They had some IPAs. And those were all uh, mostly Chicago or Illinois based beers. Those were all the ones on tap. Um, They had a wide range of stuff that was bottled on or cans. cans and then they had cider as well so they had their own northman pub cider the rose a hop cider so they had a wide range of kind of things you could try i'm sure it rotates local.
0: too based on the season too that wouldn't just be like the yeah. f- always the fest beer the october fest those yeah
1: and they also have non-alcoholic drinks wines etc so that was just a quick little thing we did before our river cruise like i said i had the fest beer from maplewood and a chicago dog which had all the stuff on it like relish, a whole pickle. Well, not a whole pickle, a pickle, sphere, uh, jalapenos. It was all over, but it was delicious. And when we got back, they had some German music playing. So it was just a cool little spot to check out if you're looking for somewhere to go in Chicago on the Riverwalk, and the weather is decent.
0: Sounds like you had an amazing. Northern.
1: An amazing time. <laughs> an amazing, it was an amazing time. Amazing
0: time. Uh,
1: <laughs> amazing time over here.
0: <laughs> sounds like you had an amazing time on your trip.
1: Yeah, I will say it was the best weather I've had
0: going to Chicago in
1: Chicago ever because usually when I'm there, it's either a hundred degrees or negative ten degrees. So, <laughs> yeah, it was a good time. And if you guys are looking for anything to check out in Chicago, those are the three places I would recommend.
0: Yeah, go to Chicago in September. Uh,
1: yeah. <laughs> Chicago in September. <laughs> that worked out okay. <laughs>
0: So full full beer fridges, full kegerators.
1: Yeah, we're ready for the fall brew days, cozy season.
0: Done for now, unless we make another pumpkin beer.
1: Yeah, we'll see. You all, you all tell me what I should do with my life. Weigh in, please. And don't forget, if you have an idea for our Halloween episode or if you have a haunted brewery, please let me know.
0: And be sure to check out our link tree where you can go and support our Brew Another Day initiative. Help us out by. Purchasing special edition mug or t-shirt to help support the American Cancer Society. We're really passionate about this initiative. So head on over uh to our merch, podcast merch. Yeah. And um just help support a good cause.
1: Yes. Thank you, James. And thank you all for listening to this week's episode of Double Hot Beat. If you are a home brewer and you want to share your story with us, send us a direct message on Instagram at Double Hot Beat Podcast.
0: And please remember to rate, review, and subscribe on all your favorite podcast streaming platforms that really helps us get new listeners just like you. This, this has, has been Double, Double Hoppy. Hoppy. Catch, Catch you on, on the Bruce side. side.
1: Chicago in September.